1: Hello and welcome along to the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself Barry Drake This week we're on to episode 73 and we're going to a man that's based in Dungannon in County Armagh And that is um, Justin Muldoon who will be a very uh, familiar name at this stage to uh, greyhound racing enthusiasts all over the country And uh, Justin thanks for joining us on the podcast Yeah no
0: problem Barry, thanks very much for having me on
1: as I was saying, I suppose like Justin and Pat Muldoon um, well recognised um, names um, at this stage, I suppose with these high profile greyhounds um, over the last couple of years. Justin, we'll get to that um, a bit later on but just tell us um, a small bit about yourself and how you got caught up in this great sport. Uh, well, it, it goes back
0: to back a, a long, long time, obviously now. Um, it's it, for myself, it was my uncle Nishi that actually introduced me to it and got me the bug. Um, the, I suppose the the old dungannon track, the Ballysker Lifford, uh, even going back, I was just thinking about it today. The probably the first memory is the old Donoughmore School track, which is just outside dungannon It was closed years and years ago, and I can remember. Um, even going hand slipping and God love you if you didn't slip them right you know you you knew better but that that was I suppose the the, the learning process you you never forget these things you
1: know yeah that's exactly it look you you touched on a couple of really high profile tracks back in the day up in in the north of Ireland and you know some really passionate people up there as well for the great sport Uh,
0: well that's that's the thing you know I I can remember and even now you know uh, even like I don't think there's a bookie ring like them anywhere else uh, Bar Shelburne maybe on a busy night but like Dungannon just as a lad I can remember in under the stand the the bookie ring um, uh, it was it was always mental you know plenty of of wages now whether they were big or not you know uh, it, it was still it created a great atmosphere and a bit of crack, you know it was, I always look forward to getting uh, you know as a lad coming out of school thinking right Friday night I'm going to the dogs or even midweek you know it was brilliant
1: Yeah that's uh, funny enough you brought that up I suppose because I wouldn't obviously know a whole pile about Greyhound racing in the north of Ireland but one thing I, I kind of um you know I've learnt over the years to associate it with them um, they really like to pull off a gamble up there
0: uh, there's plenty of that there. There's definitely. <laughs> it, it's not always successful. I, I think I've been on the uh, the wrong end, but more than I've been on the right end. But uh, I think it's the, the thrill of it. I suppose the, the gamble. I wouldn't be a big gambler, but I'd gamble if I think it's going to win. Um, and I suppose the problem is you always think it's going to win so <laughs> there you go
1: yeah well, brilliant stuff and you know um, just having a quick word off here you told me you're involved in, in ownership now for a long long time in, in, in some way or form
0: uh, well I, again I think the, my very first dog of my own I, I budget, my father you know whatever I was, I think I was about 10 or just maybe slightly younger and he had no interest in dogs at all but uh, he, I remember he, he eventually agreed and got me a pup, and he was he was a big black and white dog by for the Flash, and he's Justin's jewel. And I think he, he he won a couple of races in Bali Sky, but uh, it was uh, at that time whenever you're saying your name in the yard and the dog, uh, there's nothing like it to to get somebody interested, you know.
1: Yeah that's exactly it and obviously look uh, later on where we're going to get to the high profile dogs over the last couple of years but you must have great memories as well um, early on getting involved in ownership um,
0: Yeah well that's it well here going, going back in time the, the dogs that we, that we had there, there was there was good dogs there was bad dogs there was you know it was it was the case of there, there was not anything as high profile as, as I suppose now but uh, you know, whenever you're, you know, as, as a lad, uh, winning a race in Drumbo or Lifford or whatever, you may as well have won the Derby. You know, that's the that's the thing. You know, it's it's not about the uh, at that stage. It's not about where you're winning it or what it is. It's the winning that counts. You know, and I'd be very very competitive. And uh, whenever you're whenever you're winning, you're you're enjoying it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. And and just in terms of I suppose uh, ground racing um, in in the north of Ireland at the moment, uh, what what kind of a state it is uh, is it in? Obviously, look, there's very positive news about um, Lifford reopening. Well, I, I'm
0: looking forward to Lifford reopening because Lifford was always a brilliant running track. Um, it was always, you know, it, it was always great. I, I always enjoyed like the Sunday muttony races and it's which which got a good card. Um if you have a dog and Lifford doing a good run, he'll generally do it do it anywhere. Uh, now it's it's all going to come down to what it's going to be. Uh, we 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 aspire to have a dog that's a Saturday night Shelburne. That's that's what that's, I suppose the country wants. Uh, so if Lifford puts on the right competitions um, and puts on you know something that's going to bring the the owners in. Uh, you know, I couldn't see why you wouldn't have a dog locally that would, would then, you know, try and pick up whatever there is to be had. Uh, you know, so it's. I think there's a lot of people sort of in the same boat that nobody really knows what's going to be, if, what standard of dog you're going to need for it, um, if it is going to be bags or if it's going to be open wrist, and, and then if it's open wrist and the standard of it, you know, so there's a lot of. A lot of questions left unanswered, but I'm looking forward to hearing more. Uh, if if it all goes like you'd like it to go, I can't see why it wouldn't be a great success for the base
1: yeah that's exactly it look we're very much looking forward to it and we're wishing all connected the very best of luck uh, with it and, and hopefully it will work out I'm sure we'll be talking more about that um, in the coming months talk us about the uh, partnership then with yourself and your brother uh, Pat Muldoon as I was saying Justin and Pat Muldoon uh, well known now at this stage uh, I'm, I will, we'll talk about those great dogs um, shortly but um, you kind of uh, joined up together and, and, and tried to get good dogs is that the way it worked out? Uh, well and I
0: suppose in that a simplified form, yes. We it sort of goes back to how how it happened. It was 2017. Um, it just happened to be that there was uh, of, of all places greyhound data. The Valleydale Honey Chinlock cups up on it. Um, so like that's what we're sort of waiting for. We had talked about you know buying well bred, trying to do the whole thing right and we there was myself and him and another couple of lads and we formed a, a syndicate and we, we got two two pups and um, the whole thing was that more had sort of says you know the uh, cousin of shamey he he talks about you know it's very very hard to get a 28 day shell burned out with a 2950 bitch you know so um whenever you see molly Dale honey it sort of jumps out of the page at you and you're thinking you know well will will um, at least try and reduce the uh, probabilities. And we, we got a couple of pups from that there. And as the whole thing goes, myself and Pat then started doing more our, ourselves. And I suppose you can get carried away very quick. But the, the whole uh, the whole thing on it, the ethos that it is that we're, you know, we're trying to buy uh, well-bred pups. Uh, using the very best trainer, which Graham, um uh, Graham, Nicky, and uh, Rachel and Timmy, you know, you, you couldn't get any better. Uh, they're they're absolutely fantastic. They're top of the game, and they've they've been so good to us, and so good with the dogs that we've put with them. Uh, so uh, that was that was sort of the thing where you know we then I suppose stumbled onto another couple of good dogs, and it just went from there. So it's. Uh, I suppose we're, we're always sort of on the lookout if there's something, something good about our prospect. Uh, we'll always just sort of be keeping our ear to the ground and seeing what happens.
1: Yeah, um, we we we'll get to that in a minute. Um, you know, I suppose about purchasing dogs now because obviously, look, they're they're making I think massive figures. Be interesting to get your thoughts on that. But just going back, maybe to the the first uh, big dog yourself and your brother uh, Pat came about. Uh, tell us about that one.
0: I suppose the big successful one, uh, we, actually, we, we bought a very, very good bitch uh, off John Kennedy, uh, and it was it was a bitch good legacy, and it actually done 20, 29 dead, 40 slow in Kilkenny in her first race in 2860, and that was after, so we bought her after her first race, and she went straight into the Shearview bitch stake in May. Uh, that was then she was a bit early for it so her second third and fourth race was in there and she come second in the, she won in the first two rounds I think and then uh, second in the final half length you know she's a good strong running bit unfortunately she done her, her medic yarrow not long after uh, so that was her out of action we have her now for, for, for breeding which is which is good but it just happened to be that she was she had just sort of finished and volley uh, dial valour came up and you know the, the rest is history, I suppose. We 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 bought him. And, oh, what a dog! He just turned out to be for us. You know, he was oh, so brilliant. Um, I think we we almost picked a wee bit too early with him. You know, we we, we got so much success and so many uh, disappointments at the same time. But uh, you know, he was he was just um, he was just brilliant. we was we a pleasure to own.
1: Yeah, you touched on you know the the Saturday night Shelburne dog, and you know he was very much one of those and a high profile one um, at that. And you must have enjoyed some wonderful nights there in Shelburne Park on a Saturday night, especially I suppose uh, when, when he was victorious. I uh, did. He was he,
0: he was the the type of dog that he probably just had. He was probably just a half a ounce short of early to the first bend on a five fifty. And if he came off the second bend in contention, you knew you were in with a chance. That it was it was, it was said after when when we had him, wouldn't it be good to have an early pistol? Because <laughs> 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 your your heart was in your mouth the, the whole time. Was he going to get up? Was he going to get up? You know. So um, it, it was great um, you know. And then we, we obviously we 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 got to the English Derby final last year, and we got. Runner up to the at jet Sydney, but like you give us such a, a thrill through that. It's, it's just a pity with COVID and all the rest. Now we went over, but I think we could have filled the bus if uh, had it had been normal times. You know, it would have been, um, you know, the atmosphere would have been a bit better.
1: And I suppose when you finish runner up in an English Greyhound Derby, that was back in 2020. That I would imagine only really makes you hungrier, effort for more classic or for classic success or going on to win one of these famous derbies.
0: I uh, know, definitely. That's the that's the thing. Once you once you do it, and the same, we've often said I think we picked a wee bit too early," uh, because it, we're sort of saying, "You, know, it'll be very very hard to get another child that will, you know, get the heights that he done." Uh, you, know, we've, we've obviously been very very lucky now that uh, we'll, we've now come across uh, Russian Glory, you know, who's hopefully going to take that mantle and just sort of progress and come on from where he's at.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. Because he delivered some uh, amazing performances um, in the in the recent Irish Ground ledger at Limerick. He was one of the the stars of the competition, I suppose. Just firstly, how did you come about him?
0: Well, he was he was recommended us, uh, after a, a trial in Clonmel, and it was Jared Duncan that, that had him. New. Um, we didn't have any previous dealings with Jerry but since then you know, we've got to know Jerry he's a he's a real nice fella and loves his dogs like ourselves and like during the ledger he I think he he enjoyed, he enjoyed it every bit as much as, as ourselves and you know just come along for the ride um, you know so we we, we recommended him uh, on the trial on the basis of that he was he, he, you know, he was doing, he was doing her Uh It's just where he was going to, going to end up, and we we bought him with the intention of hopefully getting in a, a couple of couple of races in Shelburne and then the juvenile. And it's just the way circumstances worked out. With uh, uh, couldn't get an unrest for him um, in Shelburne, uh, he, he got one race and then started into the juvenile. And you know it was probably a wee bit too quick for him. The the dogs and the juvenile are experienced, and you know it it was a bit of a baptism of fire, which he ultimately he he run into trouble in the third bend, I think, in the second or third round. And you know he he showed great pace and gave us a bit of enthusiasm for going ahead. Um, he he then uh, he he actually picked up a wee niggle um, after his next race. And that left him out a few weeks, which was then the next competition was obviously the ledger, and the ledger was sort of coming the second fast, and he he was probably you know we could have done with another week of you know before it, so that was his, his first round was the twenty nine ninety one, which here uh, getting through was the, the main thing, and he won that round, and you know from, from there the consistency what twenty nine forty three, twenty nine forty four, twenty nine forty six you have to be a good dog to be doing that every week, you know, and I think he he nearly thought he was in solo trials for them them, them first four rounds, you
1: know. Yeah, and of course, look, unfortunately, it didn't happen for the final, but I'm sure you have, you know, high hopes uh, for him going forward. He's a big round, and you would imagine there's still a bit of improvement to come, no doubt.
0: Well, as I said, at at Limerick, you know, he really is next year's dog. Um, if if he hadn't got through the first or around the ledger, I don't think he would, would have been disappointed. But wouldn't have been that surprised. Um, you know, he he overachieved. Um, he's he, oh, he's a stunning dog. You know, he's he's absolutely lovely. Um, a great temperament. Um, you know, looks wise, he couldn't draw, and they said go ahead. Um, so he's he's next year's dog. Let's just see see what happens. He's you know he's. He's resting there in Riverside Channels at the minute, and you know, no doubt, Graham and uh, we'll have a have a plan with, for him, and we'll, we'll just have a chat with him and see where to go from here. Uh, but yeah, excited for next year. Just uh, please God, everything sort of goes goes well. He, he stays sound, and you know, there's a lot of variables, but you well, know, we're looking forward to a lot of good competitions next year
1: brilliant stuff and as you um clearly pointed out you know he's he's certainly in the the right hotel and um, with with the Holland family uh, what an operation they are and you know i suppose Justin finally before we we finish up um, it sounds like yourself and your brother you know you've a lot to look forward to um you know whether it's uh, breeding pups or on the lookout um, you know for these classy trackers uh, well we we do have what we
0: we've got a few we've got a few pups schooling at the minute out of our, our own bits I, mean, I think they're about 15 months and they look they look promising uh, you know you, I never really say too much until we actually see uh, we've got Glory uh, then you know there's a, I, I have a couple of pups myself nice well-bred pups so uh, there's one of them's out actually Bolly Mac Patsy and another Queen Adele you know so they're um, if, if you're going on Braden, you are sort of hoping for the best, but the the, the luck, of the part there's uh, I have a nice, wee dog. Actually, won Clannail and Friday Night, and he he looks like he'll, he'll go the right direction. Anyway, he's got serious early pace. Um, gone to Rome, he's called, but uh, we'll see what happens with him. And yeah, we're just just going to take it from here. Keep an eye out. if there's something else that comes along, some stage during the next year, you, you wouldn't know. Uh, We'll, we'll get a, a Russian tag on you know so that's really what we'll say, yeah.
1: that's the job and just in terms of, of buying greyhounds um, how hard is it to buy um, at the moment and, and would you agree that they're making phenomenal prices?
0: they're, they're making they're, I suppose they're making phenomenal prices and if you weren't careful you could, you could get into a lot of trouble in terms of you know there's people asking crazy money for, for dogs that just clearly aren't worth it now the, with the prize money and whatever else that's out there, uh, you know, there it's it's justifiable to be to be given good money for good dogs but some of the figures that you hear are, are just you know just crazy. Uh like you're you're taking a chance on a on a greyhound whenever you buy when you buy a dog at eighteen months or nineteen months, you're buying it with a with a bit of potential and there's a lot of things have to go right, a lot of things have to fall into place and here, if people want to spend the big money for a play, um, you know we we spend money. You have to spend money to buy buy good dogs. But like some of the figures are
1: just uh, you know crazy. Yeah, I suppose. Look, I suppose best best of luck to them um, if they can get it. And I suppose it just tells you, um, you know, like when dogs are making big money, people just want that good dog, and it tell you how, I suppose how good the sport is going in that department. Well, it, it
0: is great, and I think. Really and truly, I think the GRA have done a done a good job over the last last year. I think COVID has forced their hand a lot in terms of you know we're we're now on a podcast which which wasn't about you know um, you know you've got your your different um, updates and reviews or races and all the rest. Like I you know watch them whenever they're on, and it it raises the profile and it keeps people interested and. You know, everybody wants to. You know, everybody wants to get their dog on into Shelburne. Um, you know, we we enjoy it. We head off on a on a Saturday evening and go down the road and hopefully you get a good night's rest. Um, you know, the likes of that winter festival, like the dogs on show at that, there were just you know it. You couldn't have read a better card if you were trying to do a freehand. You know, it was it was really you know something else and. You know, that's what people want. They, they want to see the best dogs racing the best dogs. And um, like we we talk about people say to us if we go into this or going to that. We go to the best competitions because it's it's the sporting thing to do. You know, you have to be in it to win it. You know, it's it's not about taking the easy route. You know, you want to compete against the best and if you're looking to do that you need the artillery. And the artillery is the dogs. So there there lies the, the curse.
1: Yeah, that's a good way of putting it Justin look you were a fabulous guest um, on the podcast and you know we're, we're looking forward to following uh, yourself and your brother's uh, greyhounds uh, for for 2022 I, I'm sure there'll be uh, plenty of success to, to come no doubt and uh, you know wishing yourself and uh, Pat the very best best of luck for 2022
0: uh, thanks very much Brian. and here again thanks for having us on and uh, best of luck and you all and the big winners I look forward to seeing something big coming out for you soon